Hey everyone, this is Jeff Stevens and this is the Creative Stick Up. Uh, I want to start this week by giving a shout out to our friends at Antidote. Uh, Antidote is the finest post-production house in St. Louis and they have graciously agreed to uh, record this podcast for me right now. I'm, I'm smiling at Mike, Ra- Mike Radens. Uh, say hello, Mike. Hey. If you haven't seen their new space downtown, come check it out. They've just moved. They've got three amazing editing suites. Makes me feel like I'm cutting in Venice Beach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and a great sound room, so come say hi to Antidote and thank them again. Uh, Jennifer and I sit down this week with a true legend and a true badass. I didn't know which of the series she best fit in, but Sharon Tucci is a little of both. Um, she has been in this town for 40 years at Talent Plus, and if you've done anything, at some point you've probably crossed paths with her. She is not only uh, the talent agents, talent agents in town, she is involved in fashion and modeling and makeup and music and everything else. Uh, she defines who St. Louis is, one of the true great people you will ever come across. Uh, It's 40 years for her in business, so we had to sit down and talk a little bit about that. Thoroughly enjoyed uh, sitting with Sharon. She's a tough woman to get a hold of and to sit down, but she was great. So please enjoy our conversation with the great Sharon Tucci. So you've been in business for a long time. This is like your anniversary year, right? Did you know that, Sharon? Yes, I did. You did? That 40? I, I, I thought about it. You know, my 39th year, I said, oh, my God. 40 years? 40 years. Does it feel like 40 years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it's really hard to believe. Okay. And um, I incorporated on Valentine's Day. 1977. Oh, on purpose? Did you know that? No, the papers came. It was like, this is your day. <laughs> oh, so, so cool. you know, it's been the hard thing. Yeah. You know. 1977. Yeah. Oh and and um, tell us That's a little crazy. bit about, so we're sitting here with Sharon mm-hmm. Tucci. Um, tell, us the, tell us the name of your company, because I screw up what it actually is. I always call it Talent Plus. Yes. It's Talent Plus. Okay. Okay. I didn't, yeah, it's I, Talent Plus is the brand. Yeah. We have different divisions, and people say, well, what's, you know, central models? Right. You know, that's really our fa- our. Fa- Fashion division, although there's no fashion left in St. Louis, but we, <laughs> oh, we're going to get to that. We develop young talent and place them in the major markets, so okay. we still have that going on. So, yeah. when you started the agency in 1977, what was your original vision for it? Yeah, did you have one? Well, you were you were in the business, right? You were a model, I, you know, actress. A little bit. You know, it was like somewhat of a school attachment. You know, when I learned, you know, the, the you know, people say, "How did you learn the business?" And I said, "Well, I really learned about things that I." didn't want to do. (laughs) Don't do it that way. I'll try it my way. You know, so it was a lot about that, you know, trying to figure it out. But there was really, there was not a talent agency in St. Louis that was not attached to a school that was selling classes for thousands of dollars to people who really had, who didn't qualify. Oh, like the Barbizon School of Modeling? (gasps) Well... (laughs) Is Barbizon still around? They are. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so kind of like them. Yeah. But anyway, go on, Sharon. Yeah. So I thought, well, um, I learned a little bit in that world, and I thought, that's not what I want to do. So I, I, I was kind of introduced to the agency side of that situation, and um, which was a commission-based only um, opportunity. Yeah. And um, the owners of that company thought it was—I really lost my mind. But, you know— 
early in the day, I learned that it was really about what passion drove me. Yeah. You know, my financial literacy, you know, needed to have, you know, I needed, I never really went down that path. The sure. money thing really did not inspire me as much as, you know, waking up and, you know, and doing what I love to do, mm-hmm. you know. So earlier I, I tested all that and, and saw the opportunity in the corporate world. Mm-mm, not so much, but I really, you know, and I don't know. Um, like you were, you could have been a person that was uh, entry level in a corporation. That was, you yeah, tried that. Okay. Yeah. It didn't work out. I tried that uh, entry level, you know, as far as executive assistant and yeah. an insurance company, love the people, not so much as far as the day to day, watching my clock, you know, yeah. not, can't wait to get out of here. Right. Yeah. Like the rest of us. Yeah. Like the rest of us. <laughs> Talking to the rest but of us, but thanks, Sharon. I mean, see, <laughs> my 40th year, I still don't look at my clock only to say, oh my gosh, I, I got to go. I have to go do another event or yep. I have an appointment or That's whatever, good. you know, so. So when you started, were you were you married? Did you have children? What was your situation like then? I was not married when I started. Then I got married <clears throat> for a moment, mm-hmm. I had and uh-huh. and uh, that that didn't work so much. So I was uh, single for a, a while, all and on your I, own, doing this business yeah, all on your own. Mm-hmm. Well, I I borrowed, um, you know, there's stories written, but I borrowed $1,500 from my mom and dad. Mm -hmm. So that was the original loan. Yeah, that was the loan. That was the big investment. And, like, they have, you know, and when I look at my family, they're not entrepreneurial. They were laborers. You know, they had no, it's like, okay, now what is she going to do? She likes (laughs) lipstick. (laughs) She likes movies. (laughs) She likes shoes. So were you always, did you always grow up, as a girl growing up, were were you into that movie stars and glamour and modeling? It intrigued me. Yeah. It intrigued me. and were so, you from St. Louis? Yes. Okay. I'm a native. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Grew up in Dogtown. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and did so um, when I saw the business. So anyway, I saw a business opportunity that nobody really atta- detached, you know, an agency away from a school. And I thought, yeah. Man, this could be interesting. So I thought, well, I'll give it. I'll give it a couple years and see what happens. Okay. So I did that, and like six months, I hired a part-time person. And uh, that part-time person lasted like two minutes as a part-time person. It was like the both of us. Mm -hmm. And then I learned that the after-talent in town, uh, the union members in town, had no representation. And what did that mean? So I... Was curious, mm-hmm. and so you started off just doing models. Just started doing models. And who was your first model? Do you remember your first client? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I know. I was going to ask That's the same a long thing. Time first ago. model, first client. I know what she looks like. Okay, so you can uh, pick her out of a lineup. I could. Okay. I could. Um, so, you know, I went up to Chicago and I said, you know, I think I want to be a after a union agent. And they said, okay. Well, first of all, you're here, here a week early. And I was like, I don't think so. But yeah. I said I was there a week early in between her two cigarettes going. And she said, here, <laughs> here's a stack of books. You go read them, right. which were all contract books of all legal language. You know, go read these and then come back in six months and we'll chat. <laughs> so that was my lesson <laughs> in Do- the world of becoming a union talent agent. So, And did you do that? Uh, well, I took the books home. <laughs> I continued to, to do them yeah, intensely. Like, yeah. What does this mean? Yeah. And it was really about nurturing and developing, you know, talent for the media. And mm-hmm. um, it's really so much of about a partnership, you know, an agent, um, you know, our, the relationship I feel that I have with talent over the years is really about a partnership. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> the the uh, the need to help collaborate and, the, and, and solve problems and get them out. And really, once they're out to the casting, then it's up to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all the back end, you know, everything on the back end is pretty much... Um, 
you know, a mystery to most people, a mm-hmm. mystery to most actors, but there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. And from day one, when I was in high school, that I knew that I liked the business side of things. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, in my experience early, you know, did you model? Yeah, I modeled for like a minute. And the first time <laughs> I was in front of a camera with John Nickel, who's now um, at Switch. Yeah. <clears throat> he's the photographer. Yeah. Okay. He said, okay, Red. I had red hair at the time because they made me a redhead. And he said, okay, Red, that was great. Take one, take two, we're done. And I said, no, I am done. Do you have what you need? He goes, yeah. And I go, and I walked away from that and I go, that's the last time I'm doing anything wow. on camera. So that, I, I attribute, you know, John for me becoming an agent because I liked you, the business. Because you couldn't, you just didn't like being in front of a camera. It just no. wasn't who you were. Yeah, no, it didn't <laughs> like me at all. Wow. That's but why I can stay married to Kim, because he loves the camera, <laughs> right? You can only have can one know. camera hog. That's right. <laughs> so who, who was your first client then? Do you remember? You know, I remember um, the first agency was Darcy. Uh, Darcy, mm-hmm. And there was a woman, um, I hope she will hear this someday, mm-hmm. but uh, Joyce Rouse was a young writer-producer, and she'd get on the phone with me, and we'd chat, and she said, you know, these actors need some help. There's a there's file cabinets down here with handwritten resumes, and try to get anybody organized. So they needed organ- organization. Yeah. So she was um, my my mentor, you know, by In, not even asking, but she helped, and she was great, and we stayed, you know, connected. Over as a client, us. telling you what she needed as a talent, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, Here's I, what I need. People say that, you know, I called, uh, you know, Agency B down the road, and they said, what do, what do we need an agent for? And I said, well, I think the actors need an agent. So um, as that snowball, you know, continued, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of how it got. You know, that's how it started. Yeah. Did you, when you sold your first assignment or, or booking, right, um, what did you do? Like, did you jump up and down? Did you high five yourself? No, because I had 10 more in the back end. Right. You know, <laughs> there's no time to hardly celebrate. That's why when the 40th year came up, it's like, are you going to have a party? And I said, you know, we used to have some really great industry parties. Mm-hmm. It was Intervision Productions mm-hmm. and Talent Plus. And yeah. so we would go to places and they'd give us, you know, the first two drinks, you know, to mm-hmm. the actors and we'd bring in food and whatever. And it would be a crazy party. Then it would be 400 people. Then it would be 500 people. Then, the, then there were 200 people that I didn't even know who they were. They were crashing the party. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, mm, I don't know. This is not, you know. Oh, so that's to not attractive away. to you anymore. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> You've been there well, and done that. It's like, so we we thought about it for a minute. Um, Amy Palmer with Bell of the Ball, mm-hmm. she's a, a partner of ours and uh, in our live entertainment side. Yeah. We got the name. We got Fabulous at 40. You know, we got mm-hmm. the name of the party. So it's like I thought about it for a minute. I thought, no, when we had our 30th anniversary party, we did have it in the park. And we had a great party. And we um, collaborated with St. Jude's as a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. It was a ticketed event. And it was terrific. Except in the mail, which at the time everything had to be hard copy, the post office lost 300 of the invitations. Oh my God. So people were calling saying, uh, I didn't get my invitation. Wow. Was I not invited? Yeah. So it was really, so we had to call everybody that was on the list. Yeah. It's like, did you get your invitation? So anyway. Oh my goodness. So. I know that I don't have all the names and numbers of everybody that should be attached to a 40th anniversary. Yeah. So I just yeah. don't, I don't like people to be mad at me. <laughs> I, 
positive. That's funny. Likeable. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we can think of a solution for yes. that. There should be something. Some database 40, somewhere. Forty something. We, we are we'll Terry Perkins is writing okay. a story. Oh, good. Oh, well, yeah. That's good. If you can get our attention to get the content. That's funny. Yeah. That's so funny. Okay. So in the seventies, you start in the West End. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my first. Uh, yeah, your first place. Yeah, my first. place. Is this in your well, apartment? You know, uh, You're just in your apartment doing this. No, I had a little office in Clayton okay. I, uh, with one of those schools. Okay. And so when I said, you know, I when I become a union agent, I can't be attached to a school. So the next Monday, I go to, to the office, and I was locked out of the <laughs> office. Because they're, they're like, nope, you're done. <laughs> you're done. You know, so my first, I, got a, I received a phone call from uh, former Mayor Cervantes, who had property in the Central West End. Okay. And really, I was kind of a Clayton girl. That's yeah. where my office was. And mm-hmm. I went, oh, I don't know about the Central West End. I really didn't. Is it the late 70s, early 80s? It was the late 70s. Okay. Sketchy then? Yeah, yeah, it's a little sketchy. Yeah. Okay. You know, so he meets me. He takes me around. And he's like... That's the next the last thing I know is right. It's signed up. <laughs> Mayor Cervantes was my was my uh, leasing agent uh, owner, and he put me in a prop in a property right on Euclid, oh, and nice. um, it was really fun. Yeah, in the early day. Yeah. Of the Central and was this was this and is is it getting rehabbed at this point or is it? Yes, it was on its way. Okay, yeah. so it was on its way. It had turned. Yes. From whatever. Later. Yeah, I yeah. mean. Yeah, I'm sure it's before so. Starbucks and Lululemon. <laughs> 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 but yeah, still. Was Balaban's there? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay, so that's been there forever. That's, yeah. yeah. That was the place. Yeah, I don't cook, so that's where I had to yeah. go eat. Yeah, all the time. That's for everyone in the day, it. right? Right. I miss it. It used to be, yeah. yeah it's Herbie's now. Yeah. Right? Still Herbie's. Well, it's not Herbie's anymore. Oh, no. no it's empty. And what's the, what was the scene like back then? Like, what was, it, was this the height, what was the sal or what was... Uh, was this like the Studio 54? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get to. The parties, Sharon. Yeah, I have to say, yeah, there was a lot of action at at Balaban's. Although, you know, I mean, I ended up, when I opened my first office on Euclid and being single, I ended up, uh, Herbie Balaban had lived upstairs from his restaurant and he had a great um, apartment up there. So I rent the apartment with the intention I'm going to live there for a year and then I'm going to transition. I'm going to put the agency there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right above Bellman's. How can you lose? So as time went on, my business grew to larger than I couldn't even move it in there. So that's when I then we went over to the chase uh, on the Park Plaza side. Okay. Uh, That was before renovation when there were like animals running around <laughs> yeah. in the course and room in the back end, you know, before it was renovated. Yeah. But that was very interesting. But yeah, so I've really been a Central West End girl for the yeah. most part. You're still know? there. Yeah. And I moved back, you know, yeah. I was downtown for 11 years. Oh my um, gosh. Was it that long? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. On the resurgence of the third time around on Washington Avenue. Yeah. And then I got so busy there with all the properties of uh, McGowan Brothers bought, yeah. you know, so many different things and they, including the building where I was in and then uh, the, uh, uh, group three, 360, you know, needed more space. So here they come through our walls. <laughs> I ended up back in the Central West End in a great space. I yeah, the space yeah. we're in. You have a good space. Yeah. space Absolutely. Penthouse. Awesome. So tell me, it's funny because every every business type of business has been disrupted by technology, right? Everyone has to. But this, your business, your core business, representing talent, has kind of stayed the same while the things that they get booked to do has changed. They still need that. Or, or are you doing things today completely different? 
differently business-wise than when you started? Yeah, there's nothing. Nothing's the same. Nothing's really? the same. Yeah. You know, so, you know, Cause it's, I'm sure roster, the, yeah. you know, I have, you know, people that have been on my roster for a long time. Yeah. And then the, then I call it the, those in the middle and then those coming in now. I mean, it's it's like different cultures. So the senior talent have uh, have resisted, you know, and, and even in, in from buyers, clients, yeah. have resisted, those who have resisted the techni- the technology really kind of went into other things. They just didn't get it. They thought they were intimidated by it. They, there was fear about As far digital. as talent being booked to do digital-only properties. No, I'm saying the process and how to, And how process. it happens. Yeah, gotcha. the process and how it happens. Gotcha. So in the day when, you know, Joe Neal Joplin would walk in a room and audition for a director sitting there with three clients or somebody that flew in from, you know, whatever, yeah. for an audition, now they're handed a script. You go sell, you go tape it as a self-taped audition. Yeah. You figure that out. Send it in. It really has to look good. The audio, the lighting, everything. And that's your audition. And then we're going to send it into casting. Yeah. So not only do they have to have the skill of acting, now it's like they have to figure out all the digital yeah. technology of how to do it. Yeah. And, and light it and make it look good. And, you know, that's been challenging for that group. Yeah. 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 You know, um, what about the talent themselves? How have they changed? Like, um, how the looks or what you what clients look for in talent um, changed over the years? Let's talk about models specifically, right? Because like, weren't there different body types or well, all American look, or now it's more diverse? Or what is that like? You know that that's changed constantly. I mean, it just mm-hmm. depends. You know that on what's depends. hot right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's hot? But you know, the big word that's changed everything in advertising is being ethnically ambiguous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. It's a culture of its own. Just light right. brown, right? You know, it's like, you know, being politically correct in casting yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's like if somebody walks in and we can't tell what they are, okay, you look <laughs> You know, what's your mix? Yeah. You know, and so that has been the trend in the last three years. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. You see it You see it in ads all yeah. the time. And, you, and it, as someone who's in the advertising business and has cast these things and listened to clients yeah. trying to mix mm-hmm. casting perfectly, mm-hmm. you can see the output when you see these commercials or whatever. You're like, oh, I've, I've been in that casting room and how they got to this. these two actors that are sitting there because they're eth- ethnically ambiguous, yes. right? Yep. It's so interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, well, if you're an ethnically ambiguous person out there, and you need <laughs> there's a, right. there's a lot of upside for you it's, it's, especially in our children's board it's I like, like that. i mean the the you know the blend of the kids is it's amazing and yeah. i love it cuz i mean it makes really interesting you know families yeah. and mm-hmm. um Dia, so your business, obviously, when Saint, when you started in St. Louis, we had lots of agencies, big clients. We're shooting spots here. May Department Stores was here. I mean, there's a real business here that has, hasn't existed for quite some time. But you now have talent from, from the Midwest. Or if I'm, a, if I'm an advertising person here in town and I want to cast, I think I have to go to L.A. or New York, right? To get anybody, but that's not true. Yeah, well, that's the digital world. You, yeah, that changed everything. Yeah, because you fund, but you have great talent from here, from all over, right? Not just St. Louis. We do. I mean, yeah. we have probably have, you know, our board is becoming. I mean, we have a great local board. Yeah. Um, but you know the the talent that are really uh, interested in pursuing film, you know, they're out in L.A. Mm-hmm. They go to L.A. I still keep them on my board okay. because I send them the audition that they learn how to self-tape, yeah. send mm-hmm. it in, get cast, and they fly in. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. You can be represented all, all over the place. Because you represent a few act, that actress who's in India, right? Yeah, absolutely. One of the big, uh, who I've met. Yeah. She's like the biggest action star in India. Oh, really? She can't walk outside in India because she gets mobbed. But she's from St. Louis, right? Yes, she is. <laughs> 
Puja. So funny. Puja. Puja. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's cool. So just from a casting standpoint, if I'm an agency in town, you, you have access to all this talent. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we can find talent. I mean, yeah. we, if somebody says, do you have a, you know, blah, 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 and we'll look on a roster. No, we don't, but we probably can find somebody. Yeah. You know, we, we're uh, friends with a lot of agents around the country, so we co-broker. Um, we stalk social media. If we see somebody we like, we become friends. You, you know, you can yeah. become friends with an actor very quickly as yeah. an agent of somebody wherever they are. Yeah. It's like, I have work for you. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it has become, because of the technology, it has allowed us to be more versatile mm-hmm. um, and flexible with clients if they just call. Yeah. But they're, you know, the, the, the challenge is just to have some of the local agents who decide to make this their home mm-hmm. and raise their families here is, like, at least give, you know, a shot to the local vendors here. Yeah. You know, I mean, we work, we all are in the same industry, and we'd love to have that opportunity. It's just hard to break that. And, I know. And it's been that way for a long time. I know. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, you've, it's because agencies complain that clients feel the need to go to New York or L.A. or wherever to find great advertising talent, and yet all the advertising agencies will tell you that, no, there's fantastic talent right here in St. Louis or Kansas City or right in the Midwest. And it's, But yet those same agencies won't use that same logic to call you, yeah, which like, is the exact uh, same logic, yeah. right? You there's know, talent you know, everywhere. I, when I say stock, I, I become friends with them on Facebook and LinkedIn and go, hey, you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. really about relationships yeah. and building and uh, not knowing really what we do. Mm-hmm. People think we keep changing our business, and, you know, I've changed with the business. Mm-hmm. You know, if the business, if the Macy's left, you know, which we had 300 kids on, children on our roster when Macy's here, and wow. when Dillard shot their work here, we couldn't find enough kids. Mm-hmm. And then they leave town, and there's no, you know, there's very little business for children. Yeah. So we don't have that board anymore. And now that there's more digital work mm-hmm. and family and lifestyle, those kind of things, you know, we, we are rebuilding. I just see where the demand is. Um, that's, you know, 10 years ago why we added music entertainment to our roster. And, you know, thinking that was somewhat similar to actors and models, but not so much. Yeah. 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 Is that it's a totally different productive. business? Yeah. It's it's different, but it's fun. You yeah. Know, it just, you know, it's like, who's tugging it, you know. Do you have any fun stories? The rock star stories? Like you have a lot of music stories. You have a lot of good artists, right, on yeah. your roster. Yeah, we have Kim Massey. Yeah. You know, we just recently signed Javier Mendoza. And we have, you know, the, the staples in town, the Don Weber, um, Tommy Holleran, um, you know, the funky bus, but but brass brass band. band, everybody knows them. Tim yeah. Halpin's done an amazing job. Tim is was a client of mine through the agency mm-hmm. business. It's yeah. like we would do business there, and then it was like, what? You have a band? You know, so he's been on our roster for a while, and they're great to work with. They're just, you know, really talented guys who, you know, are want to play music. Yeah. That's really yeah. what their passion is. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, we're rebuilding. We had a, a, a transition in entertainment uh, a, a year and a half ago and trying to figure out we did, we're doing a lot of casino business. And, um, you know, that's that's not not that I won't book there, but that's really not my my mm-hmm. world. Yeah. You know? I mean, is talent buying solely for that. So we I've seen you at the slots. I know. Lie, yeah, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> just with the client. <laughs> Luckily, they can't they can't gamble. Um, but. It's just a little bit more boutique and unique mm-hmm. and uh, doing more festivals, working with the Missouri Performance uh, Arts Council mm-hmm. and, you know, finding other ways of of finding work for the artist. Yeah. You know. Is talent cheaper in St. Louis? 
than on the coasts? That's that's hard to answer. Yeah. Um, when it's cheaper, you know, usage. There's ways, two ways, talent make money. They make money when they are that day of work. And they make money of how the images are being used mm -hmm. and how long they're being used. Right. So in in Hollywood, you know, or in New York, it's totally different because of campaigns. I mean, there's a lot more money because there's national products, mm -hmm. national brands. Mm -hmm. We don't have those national brands here. So, you know, is it cheaper here? We don't have the same projects here, so it's not sure. apples to apples. Sure. Um, when you say we don't have national brands here, is that... Um, is that because of the agencies not having national brands, or are you talking about, like, the Anheuser-Busch's not being owned by uh, a St. Louis company anymore? Well, that's b both. I mean, if, if an agency has a national brand, they're usually taking that work out of town. And that's what I'm saying. You know, we could, if there's, especially if they're shooting in St. Louis right. or close, we can be competitive with that. Mm -hmm. um, or more cost effective for that mm -hmm. because they're not paying travel fees. Right. So I had an incident the other day, um, Maureen O'Brien, who's our the executive director of SAG, said, you know, she has an agency really mad at her because, you know, when they went to reuse their SAG contract after it was up for 22 months, right. you know, the talent wanted 400% 400, 400 more for the reuse. Yeah. And she said, you know, and says, can't you do something about that? And she says, not at all. You know, that's why, you know, don't go to the coast as much, you know, that would never happen here. Yeah. So it's all relative, but our we have actors who are as qualified mm -hmm. because a lot of them have done boot camp or spent years in L.A. and have come back raise, raising their families because right. they can't do that scene out there anymore. It's too expensive and it's 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 great. Yeah, who's the guy who came home recently and wants to make a documentary? He's an actor. Greg Sporleader. Yeah. Greg Spoony. Spoony. Sporleader. Who I knew in Chicago. Yeah. Oddly enough, when I was there years ago, yeah. he's been in like if you see him, you'll know who he is. He's been exactly. in parts of you movies. See his resume. You're like oh yeah, I've seen that guy. And now he's back in St. Louis. Yeah. For the reasons you mentioned, mm -hmm. family, kids, yep, making and he wants to make a movie. Yeah, movie. He wants to be film director. Yes. Oh, good. That's yeah. awesome. He's 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 carting a couple scripts. He's looking to sell. Oh, good. So yeah. we got our little thing going here, and yeah, yeah that's awesome. So um, over the f the time, we're going to get into some wisdom questions here, right? Okay. Should wisdom. we get into wisdom, Sharon? Okay. Wisdom. <laughs> Do you have any? Not I better, I better bring my notes up discussion. for that one. I'm serious. <laughs> I, have my notes. I have wisdom questions. <laughs> you, yeah, but you, you've had to learn stuff along the way here in this business, right? You have, so I have to have some perspective. Here's my question. St. Louis, I always feel like since I've lived here, St. Louis is a, I think we who live here are always apologetic or have a chip on our shoulder, right? We're always trying to get somewhere. We're ne we never feel like we've arrived as a town, right? We, especially in the fashion business, or the creative business, or whatever. And it always feels like we're trying to justify staying here, or local talent, or whatever that is. And and do you feel that has always been the case, or do you feel like we? And I don't, I don't know if we've turned or not. I feel better about St. Louis now than I have in a long time, just as far as where the city's at. I, I almost feel like we've accepted who we are, and we're doing cool stuff, and it's all it's okay. We're not trying to be something we're not. Am I making that up? <laughs> Yeah, but I think the immigrants. Okay, sorry. <laughs> the immigrants that have come into St. Louis love it here. Uh, you know, you yeah. have somebody move from from you know New York or different parts of the country. They move it here and move here, and they love it here. Yeah. it's like convince the natives <laughs> how cool it is here because they're still trying to get out. Yeah, you know, and if you know if one really wants to get out of town and they complain, it's like go. <laughs> 
go to boot camp and then come back and you'll figure out because a lot of people have figured out yeah. that it is cool. I mean, there's a lot of new things in the last really 15 years. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, which is proof the you know this, uh, the the St. Louis uh, Fashion Fund has. Finally opened the fashion incubator. and you were you were in this you were on this board for a long time or you yeah. were involved in that so tell us yeah, yeah tell us a little so, bit about this because this is exciting yeah well it all originated from uh, Elizabeth Tucker and uh, Attilio at uh, Live Magazine doing Fashion Week and so they had what eleven seasons of yeah. Fashion Week which is very successful and you know uh, Elizabeth's goal was to raise money to help young designers mm -hmm. and so the, that whole thing it was like how do you you know raising sponsorship for fashion week and trying to raise money for these designers so that led to another group of us and like it, it needs to be an offshoot of fashion week okay. and so four of us sat around a table you know susan sherman being our leader okay susan uh, you elizabeth and atelia and tanya and tanya uh, no no uh, and, uh atelia was not involved okay uh at the table, so yeah, to yeah. speak, sure. and uh, Tanya, who was at Saks at the time, and uh, we just, like, who can do this? I mean, we had the vision of what it could be. Uh, and it was an incubator. And it was an incubator um, that we weren't sure about how how that was going to be set up. Yeah. So we visited about three cities and okay. saw how they did it, and Chicago was pretty cool, but it was really kind of tucked away in Macy's and yeah. not really a big deal. A big deal, but not, a, yeah. you know. So um, Susan Sherman had her own vision of that, who's okay. from New York. And so she had that whole, you know, East Coast experience and, yep. you know, sh in, in that designer world. And um, so she was really the only one that, that could pull this off with her connections yeah. and her time and energy. So she has um, spearheaded this this whole incubator group um, that includes Claris. Mm -hmm. And um, Washington University is the keys, and um, has I mean I, it gives me chills you know talking about it and where it has come in a in a short period of time to see what has been done with this and it's you know it's really trying to bring fashion production back to Washington Avenue right you know so it's, it's, so it's not just the design it's we want to have designers here but we want to make the clothes here too mm -hmm. we want to do some production wow yeah at least you know the sampling and yeah. you know, I've learned so much yeah. you know listening to people and what they do yeah. and how they do it mm -hmm. and where they have to send their clothes a lot of them you know they send them out of the country to China yeah. or to Asia uh, they lose control of the they lose control. Well, yeah, and we, we had a clothing line for a while, and you couldn't. It was hard to make anything in America. It was hard to make anything yeah. in the states, and this yeah. was eight, eight, six, eight years ago. I think that's changed, though. Oh, it's totally changed. I think you can get lots of stuff made here. Now. So I told you earlier, yeah. I'm going to take you down to the Fashion Incubator. Okay. It's on 15th and Washington Avenue. See okay. the space that they've created. It's amazing. Meet these. Six designers. Um, there's one uh, from St. Louis, mm -hmm. uh, who's Emily Coppler, and the others are all over the country, and their designs are amazing. Wow. It's an amazing handbag designer. It's not all just yeah. soft goods. Okay. And maybe that's all. But anyway, it's... It's impressive. So, what is, what is the incubator? They allow a certain number of applic applications. They did or? a competition, okay. a national competition. Mm -hmm. It was narrowed down, and you know, it involved um, some of the top um, people in the fashion industry in New York. You know, Susan made those connections mm -hmm. with well Elizabeth and Fer um, and Susan with Fern Malice. Um, 
there's a whole name, another conversation. Yeah, sure. But all of those people <laughs> together, and um, we have their support in being that they're taking on uh, the networking for these designers. Mm -hmm. But you know, there's the sewing machines are up there. They're they're making it. They have the cut, you know, the tables, yeah. and then they have the whole um, you know com the community behind them to to help them in their path. So you know that they're using you know the one part of their brain, you know. Mm -hmm. Creativity, but the other part, they need to develop how to run their business. Yeah, and, and the fashion and so business. That's is a part tough of business. the incubator. They yeah. need to commit, you know, for I think it's two years, to be here and learn that aspect. And you know, the goal would be is to have them staying connected to St. Louis and help build for the next group of designers yeah. that come in. Yeah. Well, it, it's a great model. I mean, we're doing with the startups mm -hmm. in Cortex. We have the bioscience industry I and mean, all those things. And then it seems like the fashion industry has its history here. There's certainly a lot of history of making stuff in St. Louis, mm -hmm. right? So do you know that we were the second yeah. largest fashion community next to New York, like in the early day? Yeah, in a hundred years ago. It yeah. was, you know, was shoes and for yeah, most, that's Washington M is all old yeah. shoe factories, right? Beer down yeah. the street. Yeah. <laughs> shoes and beer and hats. <laughs> and hats. That's right. Uh -huh. yeah. Wow. All right. It's a very cool space. That is cool. Yeah. It's the perfect place to do it. So what's the coolest thing you have going on right now? Like yeah. if you were to go back to your office and say, okay, this week, next week, last week, um, what is the coolest thing I have that I'm working on? Right yeah. Now? yeah. What are you working on? You know, there's so many different things that are going on. We're developing, you know, we're always developing talent. We're mm -hmm. helping somebody, you know, build their roster. It, you know, it's, I, I've, uh, I'm not enamored um, with huge celebrityness. I think because they're just human. I mean, mm -hmm. met a lot of celebrities and bandit functions, whatever. But, you know, I know how hard those people work, and so it's not like, ooh, you know, that's the coolest. I don't know. Maybe I don't have time to be thinking of what's the coolest project because there's always so much on my plate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some of the really fun things, when, you know, that um, to be involved in is really when movies are here, when mm. their movies are shooting and being on set with George Clooney was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. He yeah. seems like a nice man. He was awesome. <laughs> Seems like a nice he, Doesn't he? Wow. You know, he's as handsome up front as he is. Seems handsome, you know. kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, went to a couple, you know, functions as we're very involved in uh, the much needed help Missouri Film um, yeah. Office yeah. Commission. And, and you've um, been involved in that, you and Kim, forever. forever. Yeah, forever. Like, and that's know. a pretty big film festival now. I mean, it's a pretty, it does a lot of stuff. Well, that's separate. I'm talking okay. about, I'm talking Getting about bringing film films to the Missouri yeah. Film Office, yeah. which, you know, we lost um, our, our funds thing. completely. Yes. Mm -hmm. you know, we, did our governor cut those? He did. The, not the new governor. Not the new one. The old one. My ex-friend, yeah. My ex-friend, the old Jay. governor, Jay, cut those funds. And because we were doing really well for a while. We, well, yeah. Because we, yeah, we had funds to bring in movies. Yeah. And it was a but tax all, thing, right? But it's all about the tax credit. Yeah, yeah. You know? tax and um, one thing in my life. That's that bull. I call it, um, I still need some help on the financial literacy. <laughs> Um, because I'm moved by f by passion, and I yeah. really could learn more about the financial things in the world, like tax credits, and really try to better understand that. Yeah. But it doesn't make any sense to me when people come in and drop millions of dollars into community that affects a lot of different you know industries. Mm -hmm. When a f film is brought in, but there's not 
you know, I don't understand why we can't support it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know that there needs to be an amendment because maybe too much, you know, sure. tax credit world. But it just, you know, it was really good. And, you know, people felt better, <laughs> you know, to have, you know, movies right. in town. And it was right. exciting, yeah. you know. So. Yeah, it's a great. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You want to get on the map or feel great about something. Yeah. And so have a right. community, right? It was up in the air was the last one, right? That was it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. It was a good movie. Yeah. I have a six foot cut out of George Clooney. In your bedroom? Well, no, it's at the office. Oh, okay. It was from an auction. It was from I an auction, see. you know, and I told Kim, I go, I need him. So he. <laughs> so Kim was like, all right. You know, but the, it spooks everybody out. They keep him in the, they the keep closet. Back in the, all right, well, I'll go the, check out George. Supply room. Take a picture with him. He's like, it's a little post in it, like, what are you doing to me? That's funny. Yeah, but it was fun to have George in town. Yeah. So uh, the new thing, or I don't know how long you've been involved with the all the talent that Amy Palmer has brought to the. Yeah. So that's kind of an interesting part of the business, right? Yeah. Um, and those are experiential. This is like circus. Circus. Uh, anything, you know, that... Performance art. Performance art. Yeah. Yeah. And how long has that been? She's had her business for 10 years. Yeah. And, and we've worked with Amy for like a good four years now. Okay. And probably closer now than ever um, in helping her, you know, develop. Yeah. So it keeps her on the creative side. It yeah. allows, um, you know, the Talent Plus team to do all the admin and help with social media and website development and contracting. And so there's, you know, there's always... So if you're... If, so that's an interesting business model because if, if I'm out there like Amy Palmer mm -hmm. and I have this business but I but I need a business partner yeah almost right yeah it's almost like an incubator-esque relationship with young talent that that's exactly are right. doing all kinds of stuff so uh, right? Yeah. Whatever. If I'm an artist doing installations, I'm somebody doing physical space I'm somebody that, that anyone would want to book to come to an event right you'd be the perfect partner well, that's what I tell the artists because they hate doing that part. Right. But it's no different than what I do with the actors or models. Exactly. It's like right. they're, You're their they're agent. in front of the camera and we're behind the scenes and we collaborate. Yeah. You know, so as long as it's a good partnership, it's fantastic, you know. And, um, you know, I know, you know, different perf live entertainers, bands, you know, it's like they hate doing their contracts and they hate <laughs> the phone and hate giving. It's yeah. like, let us do it. That's what we do. Yeah. In, yeah. In, what about like speaking talent? Yeah. Okay, so we had a we had a roster, pretty extensive roster some time ago, and, mm -hmm. and then the the website everybody got their own website, mm -hmm. and it, it you know it didn't seem as attractive to me at the time, but we've taken on a few unique um, speakers. We're starting to develop that mm -hmm. right now. We're calling it personalities because they have the personality that will talk about an experience. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really about storytelling. People yeah. want to hear great stories. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so that's a that's a growing part of your business. Well, we're we're you. tapping into it. Yeah. Okay. Do you ever get up and like I'm done with this business? No. You're still Not excited yet. every Not day. Not yet. Forty years. Yeah. No. Because it's new and curious and fun. Yeah. I mean, I no. Here, my thing is, is that um, I always I always um, have to. Um, take a really good shower in the morning and I feel that I'm rinsing off, you know, the night before or the day <laughs> yesterday and I'm jumping into the new day. It's fresh. And I jump out of the shower and I have to, like, I'm, I'm like, I have post-it notes everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows this about me. So I can't write to, you wait to write that down so that I don't forget it. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's Same. like, I'm ready. So when I don't do that anymore, now, 
you know, I'm, I, I'm usually I'm very pretty healthy, but you know, there's days that I've had to cuddle my pillow, but I yeah. still manage my email. Or yeah. you know, I can't mm-hmm. I can't help myself. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's like, are you kidding, Kim? Are you kidding? That's funny. Yeah. Were there were there moments in the last forty years where, where what was the darkest time? Was there times like you're like, oh, this is not going to work, and you thought you have to close? Or has it always been pretty stable, or is it? In transition with management yeah. on my staff has been some challenging times. <laughs> Yeah. People. People. People are the hardest people, part, right? Yeah. People are the hardest people part. That, some harder than others. Some, you know, disappoint you, you know? Yeah. That happens. And and then not to take it personally, but, you know, I, you know. Yeah. We're human. That's true. And it's hard not to. Yeah. But you move on. Yeah. And it has proven still that it has always worked out for the better. Mm-hmm. And do you believe that? I do. Okay. So you you can look back and say all of this stuff, no matter how hard it was at the moment, it's always worked out. Yes. It always worked out for the best. Most definitely. That's awesome. Yeah. New story. Mm-hmm. New story. New day. That's good. Live in the moment. What's what's next for Talent Plus? Ooh. Continue to keep 41 going. 41 years. 41. <laughs> <laughs> what's next? We don't 41. Rest on 40. Yeah. No. We're, 41. We're going to 41. All right. And uh, no, I, you know, um, there's us, uh, you know, every day, you know, we work on a lot of TV shows out of California mm-hmm. still through some of our talent you mm-hmm. know, that are mm-hmm. auditioning for that. And I just feel that we live our own. We're living the life during mm-hmm. the day. I mean, my business is like living, you know, a, a non-scripted TV show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's some intensity. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, the, the least part of it is like, thank God, you know, I have a really good accounting firm and I have a good office accounting manager. Yes. It's like, I don't like dealing with all of that, but I do like talking money. I don't like to, yeah. I don't like to, you don't want to manage do the it spreadsheets. And, yeah. But, um, yeah, I just, you know, it's, I found my niche, you know, luckily, you, you know, I just kind of eliminated things I didn't like. Yeah. So that's the advice out there. Women who are looking for, to start their business. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's hard for anybody. Now, yeah. You know? Is it? Well, you know, when I look back, mm-hmm. I think and see how today's today is, I think it's much harder for women to start their own. Now with this whole, um, the, the, uh, T-Rex building, mm-hmm. where it's all, you know, the incubators mm-hmm. and the collaboration, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I would have loved that. Right. that. I mean, I'd love that uh, opportunity for the people that are started our startups, um, which I think is brilliant, which will allow more entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know that the university has started actually entrepreneur, you know, degrees. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. And as a as an employer, you know, I have to, you know, I have to give up some things. It's like, you know, it keeping track of things. It's really about what they produce, you know, mm-hmm. how productive they are, not how busy right. they are. Yeah, right. that's true. Right? Yeah, yeah. that is so. true. All right. Is there anything we should hit on? Did you have, any, you have anything that you wanted to spell? Any uh, are we, are dark we, secrets, are graveyard? Are I don't, mm, dark secrets, no. Not yet. Yeah. Anything you need to get off your chest? <laughs> yeah. Things you're going to take to the grave about St. Louis? I don't know. <laughs> Where the bodies are buried. No, it's okay. That'd be another. That'd That's be another, a whole other one. Another discussion. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. That'll be part two. That's awesome. Well, congratulations, Sharon. Thank you. I know it's so. It, it is exciting because I've, I've been in this town since a ninety six, and I've heard your name. Started the RFT. Everyone knew you there, and and then we became friends. It took probably ten years, but I knew who you were. Well, and, that's uh, when you introduced me to Super Soul Sunday with Oprah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was that was the first, one of the first conversations we had. I, I hadn't seen you for so long. You go, are you spiritual? And I went, uh, yeah. Yeah. And you go, Super Soul Sunday. Do you know Super Soul Sunday? <laughs> I went, 
No. <laughs> so three weeks into it, I'm like at home Sunday. I'm watching. I'm watching Super Soul Sunday. I, I text Jeff. I go, "Thank you so much." <laughs> Ever. It is really is. If you're yeah, if you need some some little pick me up yeah. Sunday, get up. Just I roll mean, with it. Did you watch Super Soul Sunday? I don't. I don't have television though. Oh, uh, that's the problem. I wonder oh, if you can, you can stream watch it. On YouTube. All the all Yeah, the I can programs. watch them on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Almost every program. Home, but that's okay. Oprah twenty twenty. <laughs> what do you think? She could do it. Oh man, that would be amazing. Why not? I would love it. I'd vote for president. Oprah. For president. I come on. Easy. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> Oprah had a, had, a, had a nun on her show. She did? Yeah. Look up the nun. That nun could have been a president. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was like so inspiring. It was like, oh, my God, that's what we need. Okay. Yeah. Look, it up. look her up. All right. Anyway, happy 40th. Thank you. Party's coming later? No. Story's coming Story's later. coming later. No. You know, 70s, 80s, 90s, I don't want to talk about it, but I have some pictures that are really pretty funny. Okay. We're going to get the those. The hairdos are the best. Oh, Good. Man, it's all about the hairdos. Awesome. We, we will post some funny pictures. Yeah. On this podcast. All right. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Sharon. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.